0: This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts,
1: Sammo and Steve.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast for... Game Week 7, Episode 63. I'm joined by my co-host, Steve, once again. And on the sofa this evening with us, we have Kenilworth the Hound.
0: He's awake. There's someone in the kitchen eating cereal. I don't know if you're going to hear that quite loudly. Uh, Strange time of day to have cereal. But we've got a packed show tonight and we're going to be hearing from our leader in the Luton Digital League. Mr. Nick Bailey. Let's get on with the show. Manager of the Week. Well, just spoken to my co host, and he wants to go straight to Manager of the Week this week. And let's have a look at our top five. By and large, had 60 points. Uh, Captain Son, WBGS Athletic, 62 as did Montmartre United, Alina's Ball Boys. A lot of people thought we were going to win the game week, captaining Rashford, but in fact, it was full Manet Alchemist who captained uh, Manet, and they got 66 points. Uh, low scoring game week, Sam. Any reflections? Of course, well done to Saburi, who... He hasn't won the manager of the week for a long time. Did you have a look at his team, Sam? i just quickly tell you that uh, Captain Mane got all the points. He also had big, big things from Mr. Danny Ings. He had Mitrovic, Jimenez, I mean, Son. Son, the Regulars. It's not a bad defence, that. How many points, Sam? Here's a quiz question for you. How many points would you have said last week a mid a defensive three of Robertson,
2: Cody and Keane would have got? Uh, probably around uh, twelve, ten points. The correct
0: answer is just five points. Yes,
2: exactly. It's Very tough to get any
0: points from the defense, but well done, Saburi, manager of the week. League table. Well a lot has happened since we last had a league table A lot of changes uh, Let's quickly go through the top 10 Maguire's prison pals hanging in In fact they played a treble captain on Calvert-Lewin Which was brave uh, Full man alchemist three three six. Big one Matthew Sam Your own team 3 You happy with that?
2: Uh, yeah I think so
0: In 8th place uh, Season low for you uh, Chilli in seventh. Golden Eagle are in sixth. The Sick Boys, last year's winners, are unmoved at uh, fifth. <laughs> they had 16 points on the bench. Relegation Battlers, also captaining Kelver 362. Montmartre, 370. Barry Atlas, uh, Evan Weeks' team who were leading, are down to second this week. But our leader with 373 is Bailey's Boy Wonders, Mr. Nick Bailey.
1: You're listening to Luton Digital. Get in touch via LutonDigital.com.
2: Yes, Steve, and speaking of Nick Bailey, we caught up with him earlier in the week to ask him three key questions.
1: As a first-time fantasy leaguer, I can't profess to having any great secret to what it takes to be top of the league, but having already played my wildcard and my triple captain, I know that my position at the top might be a fleeting one. Carlo Ancelotti, Everton's manager, might have the same feeling, but I'm hoping to enjoy it while I can. It's obviously very tight at the top of the Legion and Digital, so I expect to see plenty of changes over the next few weeks as the form starts to settle down. Having said that, there have been some very odd results this season already, and the lack of home fans is certainly having an impact on many of the games. So that may have to come into my thinking for future team selections going forward, as if fans don't get back into the ground this season. A high percentage of my points have come from the league's top double act, Harry Kane and Hume in Somme. They're a popular partnership in many FL teams, so you do need a strong supporting team cast from other players to get your scores up. I've been pretty pleased with Peter Schmeichel in goal, uh, and Calvert-Lewin has been a big point scorer for me, but I've already had a few issues with taking players out who I thought were injured and then subsequently have played, so it's almost better to ignore the midweek manager conference, I think, and just go with your gut instincts. Clean sheets have been hard to come by so I've kept my spending down on defenders although I have recently transferred in Lamptey from Brighton as I'm a big Brighton fan and he has really caught the eyes and is attacking right back of late. I've brought in Jorginho for week 7 as he seems to be getting plenty of time for Chelsea and is their go-to penalty taker although after his miss in the Champions League this week we may see Timo Werner to take a few more of those which would also be good for me as he's in my side. But he needs to see more of the ball if he's to justify his continued place in my lineup. We all know that Harry Kane is, has a dodgy ankle, so I'm fully expecting that Jose will give him a few breaks during the season, as he has plenty of attacking options now. I think you can afford to have Kane miss a few games, as you know he's going to perform when he's on the pitch. As for the rest of the season, I will obviously like to hang around in the top half of the league as long as I can. The period around Christmas is going to be key so I may be looking to use my free hit at some point over the festive period and uh, maybe my bench boost but hopefully I might save that for later in the season. Injuries are bound to pile up at some point over the winter but right now I'm pretty happy with the balance of my squad and I'm looking forward to seeing how it pans out. Playing Fantasy League has certainly added an extra element of excitement to the season and long may it continue. Talking Points Okay, we have some talking
2: points for this week. The first one is a fantasy football what-if machine website, which is basically how much points you would have if you didn't change your game week one team and captain. And I found some very interesting results that I did my team as well as Steve's team. And with my team, it said, if I stuck with my original team and original captain and subs, I'd have got... 295 points which is 47 less than my current score but with Steve if he had stuck with his current team and his current captain he'd be on 350 points which is 28 points better than his score at the moment. That's quite interesting isn't it? It
0: is how interesting it just shows that um, the original team I picked wasn't too bad so that's good Good knowledge. Uh, good. Good knowledge
2: yep. Yes and another thing well, yeah, the second talking point, um, the three teams to target whenever a team has them in their fixtures, I think, becoming identified this year. The weak links so far seem to be Burnley, West Brom, Fulham. Maybe one of these teams can prove us wrong, but I think at the moment they're all struggling a bit. So
0: I don't think that's as true for West Brom now, that the mighty Ivanovic has joined. And I know... Some of the smart managers are thinking of bringing him. He's up there with uh, goal attempts from defence.
2: Used to be an absolute points machine a few years ago when he played for the Chelsea. Other teams to target might be Brighton and Southampton. And while well, they certainly they've certainly done a lot better than those three teams, they those two teams do concede a ton of goals, especially Southampton. Their high line. Which is exposed against lots of teams, and Brighton conceded a ton as well. So yeah, th- those teams I target a lot of the time. If you're looking to bring in a player who has to play them, so, so that's um the second talking point. The third one I have here is uh, yes, what do you make of Liverpool defense? Well, we had
0: Jack off Mike, and we uh I think with Van Dijk out. It is, a uh, you have to avoid. Because Trent Arnold's not really producing the goods for seven and a half. Uh, I don't see how you can afford
2: him. I think it's the year of the cheap defenders. If any manager was looking to get rid of Trent Arnold, what player would you suggest? Well, there's a
0: ton of, there's a, to use your phrase, Sam, there's a ton of cheaper defenders, ranging from the great Ivanovic. You've got the two Leeds lads. Ailing and Dallas, you've got slightly less cheap but decent replacement in Chilwell who I know you've got Uh, you can have James, Reese James at Chelsea who scored in the Chelsea do have some very easy fixtures coming up. The one I like is the Chelsea keeper, but at the moment I can't get rid because my villa keeper keeps going up in price. Yeah.
2: Well, that's about it for this week's Talking Points.
1: Game Week Preview.
0: Okay, let's do these nice and quick. So, the Game Week Preview. Uh, starts tomorrow the box office. I know you wanted me to take £15 out of your trust fund and pay for this game, but I've said yeah. no, it's Wolves. They're playing the Palace.
2: Yeah, um, Palace seem this season to be setting up to win every game 1-0 or draw nil 0 very defensively. I think Wolves will win this 2-0 though.
0: Sheffield United City is the 12-30. Jake Humphrey's game.
2: Yeah. Uh, City to
0: win this 2-0. And then it's Burnley, Chelsea. Interesting timing
2: for this game. At three o'clock on box office. Sean Dyche, I think, will get the better of Lampard in a frustrating 1-1 draw. Liverpool take on the Hammers
0: at 5.30. Liverpool win this
2: one, but it won't be a big result, probably 1-0.
0: It's Villa Southampton, again, back on the box office.
2: Yeah, um, that's a new tool, very good manager. It's, It's interesting to see how he sets up against Villa have got good good attackers like Watkins to expose the high line, so I'm going to go with 2-0 Villa here.
0: I think they're having a vote sometime soon whether they're going to reduce this £15 price for the box office. But Newcastle-Everton is the 2 o'clock Sunday game.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with a an Everton win here,
0: 2-0. And then it's United, who decent in Europe, but not very good in the Premier League against Arsenal.
2: Yeah, probably be a close game, could be a draw, but I do think United will get the better of Arsenal here, who've been very defensive so far this season, They've struggled to score, so 1-0 United.
0: We're at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, 7.15 Sunday night, as they take on Brighton.
2: 2-0 Spurs for me.
0: And then... I think the game they're all talking about, again, back on box office, 5.30 on Monday. A few people are going to knock off Zoom and Teams work early for this Fulham-West Brom.
2: Yeah, these two teams probably going to be right in the middle of the relegation battle. I think West Brom looked a bit better so far. I'm going to, I'm going to back them to win here. So, 2-0 West Brom.
0: And then the final game of the week, end,
2: if you like, although it's on a Monday, is Leeds-Leicester. It's been very impressive so far. Leicester have been all right as well. So, probably 1-1. Well, that
0: concludes the Game Week Preview.
1: Big one, Matthew.
2: Yeah, big one, Matthew, this week for me is Son against Brighton, I think. Brighton, as I mentioned before, I've good a ton of goals this season. Spurs in great goal scoring form. A bit of an obvious one, yes, but... Son, I think he's currently the Premier League top scorer I think called will add to his tally here
0: I'm going in for Watkins Who I think is going to score a ton of goals Against uh, Southampton Because of their high line So there's a couple of players Who uh, we both think Are going to get a ton of points My team, your team Sam, you're uh, doing a little bit better Than me in the league Although in the father-son league I notice it is Three wins each. That could not be closer. But who are you making room for in your
2: squad this game week? I haven't decided upon my changes yet, guys. I have two free transfers, which I I'd have to use one of them since it'll be two weeks. Two weeks of two free transfers. It'd be a bit of a waste not to use one. But I'm not really too sure who can I can upgrade apart from Ryan. Because Brighton do not have very good fixtures, so I probably looked to upgrade Ryan, but not really decided yet. Well,
0: there's not much point having this feature if you haven't decided your changes, Sam. But for what it's worth, there are two spaces up for grabs in the specials side. We're looking at a defensive reinforcement, and then there may be a change to the front line—a surprising change. Can't say any more about it because the two players in question are at the training ground currently discussing terms. One of the deals may not come off, but uh, stay tuned. I know there's a few managers in our league who have my team pinned on their Chrome bookmarks. That's a little Monzo alert coming in if, in case you've got the sound effects. Um, but we'll see. We'll see, uh, we'll see if the deal can be concluded, if the transfer can be done and whether there will be two new faces lining up at the buttocks this weekend. Sam, you've predicted Son to go big this weekend, so of course you're going to be captaining...
2: Kane. I think it's easier to captain Kane since he's on penalties, so a bit, a bit safer than I, Son, but I, it's close between them.
0: I think the problem with that is... You need really Kane to score twice. Kane does play a to bit be, deeper, then. To, to be to be captain at the moment. But interesting. Yeah, I think I'm going to captain Watkins. I'm feeling this is the weekend to go for it.
1: The fourth officials indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes' time allowed. Three
2: minutes' time around.
0: So that brings us to the end of uh, tonight's podcast or today's. And sorry, there haven't been any podcast for a couple of weeks, uh, mainly due to the availability of Sam. I know he's had quite a lot of uh, important GCSE work to do, and of course, his burgeoning FIFA 21 career. Sam, how's that going? Because I know you've been taking on a lot of opponents online.
2: Well, I've played um, Thomas, whose team relegation battlers, is doing quite well in Newton Digital. I think it was Thomas, at least, today, and... (laughs) I did beat him twice, but yes, it's going quite well.
0: If there was one kind of keyboard joystick, whatever it's called, controller master stroke, you would recommend on FIFA 21. What is it? The old L
2: one release? Yeah, the new agile dribbling. Where if you get the ball and hold L one, you or the the ball kind of glue is glued to your player's feet, makes dribbling a lot easier and if you tap R2 you can then like find space and sprint in it it's a great dribbling mechanism
0: well with uh, the news that Kenilworth the Hound has just settled into a, another sleep having licked his lips we'll say goodbye to you all and good luck as his lips again for another game week goodbye goodbye That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shedload of points.